All right, good morning, everybody. 821 is the time here on Wednesday, March 10th. Jeff Andreas in for a vacationing Howie Reimer. Now, yesterday did mark a meeting for Kamloops City Council, so that means it is time for this week's edition of Coffee with a Counselor, brought to you by Five Bean Brew Bar and Cafe. Cheers to a great 2021 from the team in Sahali and on the North Shore. This week's guest, well, it is Kamloops City Councilor Kathy Sinclair. Kathy, how are you this morning? Doing great, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for uh, taking the time. Always appreciate it. Okay, so let's just get into what happened yesterday. There was a pretty extensive conversation with Kamloops RCMP Superintendent Sid Leckie making an appearance before council. One of the things that was discussed was this idea of a safe supply of illicit drugs being more readily available here in Kamloops. And I think this kind of ties back to the whole wider conversation that has been had around the council table really over the last you know 10 days plus in regards to social issues. So I just wanted to start with the overarching question of just how important it was to have Kamloops RCMP represented around the table yesterday, particularly as we have these pretty in-depth conversations. Yeah, absolutely. It was good timing for our our lengthy and complex conversations about social issues and, and how to get to the root of those and how to make things better on the streets of Kamloops. And of course, um, Superintendent Leckie started by providing a annual report and so we're looking at things like the crime rates and uh you know the breakdowns of B&Es and neighborhoods and things like that and that's all interesting data but really when it comes down to it all uh my question for the superintendent was okay so here we are if if he had one wish to make things better on our streets and to alleviate some of the pressures that he and his teams are facing what would it be so he started off by saying that, um, you know, we need a more holistic approach. Right now, the RCMP is doing their best to do what they do, which is to uh, apprehend folks. And uh, But the, the conversation sort of ends there. The, the pressures they're facing right now include mental health and addictions and homelessness. And so we need a holistic approach. We need everybody to sit down together and that's everybody from IHA to BC housing um, to social agencies in our community and and one of those other things he brought up as you mentioned was the safe supply so you know the definition of insanity I think is is doing the same thing over and over and I really appreciated uh, Superintendent Leckie's ability to step back take a look at the big picture and and absolutely, as, as many have been calling for, he is saying a safe supply is the, is the direction that we need to go. And, uh, you know, there's parallels if you look at alcohol prohibition years ago. And surprise, surprise, the government now controls our supply of alcohol. And that has made it safer. And I think there's some parallels uh, there with illicit drugs as well. Yeah, and you talk about the need for, for more mental health supports as well. I think we've been harping at it here on NL for at least a, a, the last year since I can recall. I'm sure it's been going on longer than that is to see an expansion of, of CAR 40 or, or something of that ilk, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be that specific program, but just to have more mental health supports on the streets, particularly when it comes to policing, right? They're attending these calls that are mental health issues. They're not really policing issues, but that is really the only tool in the toolbox at this time is to call police to have them attend. I imagine that was a big topic of discussion as well is just seeing how we can have more supports for those dealing with mental health issues on our streets and not just dealing with them as sort of criminal matters. Well, and that's it. And, you know, everybody, including those who are street involved, are citizens of Kamloops. And 
you know, I, I would hope that if I run into a mental health issue and I am, um, you know, doing something on the streets that is attracting attention and maybe being destructive that somebody would come along and say, Hey, Kathy, we need to get you some help. Um, let's, let's, let's talk, let's figure this out together. And it's that kind of empathy and compassion that I think we need. Um, and it's, it's a systemic issue. This isn't just Kamloops. This mm-hmm. is BC wide. It's Canada wide. It's worldwide. And our, you know, our society is in a crisis right now uh, where mental health is a, is a, huge issue but i feel for uh our rcmp officers when they you know they didn't sign up to be social workers and this is what is they're being called on to do and that takes a toll on their mental health as well so we uh we need to get to the root of some of these issues and being a city councillor sometimes is, is quite frustrating. Municipalities get eight cents of the tax dollar. That's eight cents of of every dollar. And, you know, the province and the, the federal government get the rest. And uh, But we're the ones who are seeing these issues unfold. We're the ones who are being contacted by residents and by businesses who are um, understandably frustrated when people are lighting fires on their doorsteps and that sort of thing. So it's a very complicated issue and we are paying for the city taxpayers are paying for the response because Mm -hmm. we, we cover RCMP. Um, I I spoke last week with uh, a minister responsible for housing, David Eby. I had him on, on the show when I was doing the, the afternoons and uh, I know during the special session of council last Tuesday, one of the things that was called for was a meeting between uh, David E.B., Health Minister Adrian Dix, um, um, uh, Minister of Mental Health and Addiction Sheila Malcolmson, as well as all city officials being at that table as well. One of the things that he mentioned to me that kind of stood out when we're talking about the whole issue of mental health was, you know what, sometimes you do need Band-Aid solutions to problems. They're not going to fix it but they might help cover things up for at least the time being. And that was one of the things you guys did talk a little bit yesterday was when regards to security at social housing providers. Um, I guess there was a little bit of confusion when this discussion came up last week about having every single social housing provider provide 24-7 security. That doesn't really make a whole ton of sense, and I guess that was clarified a little bit yesterday. So what was the discussion? What was sort of the decision when it comes to security at social housing units in Kamloops? Mm-hmm. I think I think you know that was it was good clarification yesterday. I think equally important to me was clarification about who's going to pay for this. Um, we certainly heard from the social service agencies last week when the headlines came out that all current and, and future social housing units were going to be required to provide twenty four seven security, mm-hmm. um, and that was not the intent. Um, of that motion and that's why I couldn't support it the first time around uh, but you know we're saying BC housing the province IHA should be paying for these things including street uh, including nurses on site and that sort of thing um, which is a which is you know as an aside a bit of a tall order we have a nursing shortage so just because we say we want that doesn't mean we're going to get it but um, I think what was important that we got clarified yesterday was that um, it gives our staff some more tools in the toolbox so that they can sit down with the agencies and say, hey, we noticed that you're struggling in this area. Uh, Can we advocate for you to have 24-7 security, for example? Um, And, you know, that security could also be for the residents 
who are being preyed upon um, by by others who mm-hmm. uh, maybe are are doing dealing drugs outside the building, that sort of thing. Um, so I think that clarity was important, and equally important to me is that we are giving our staff. Uh, the ability to work with our agencies and customize this. Uh, City Council's job is governance. It's not to get into the details. And I'm not an addictions and mental health expert. I'm not a homelessness expert. And um, I really value what our agencies and uh, our other bodies who deal with these things bring to the table because it's not up to me to make those decisions on a uh, detail-oriented basis. Kathy, we're on the clock here, so I have to let you go, but this is a really important conversation, and I know we're far from finished with it, so we'll definitely be bringing this back up as uh, the, you know the days and months continue to roll along. But thank you so much for uh, coming on here today and talking about the, the social issues and how we're trying to deal with them around the council table at this stage. So appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and, and we'll catch up again soon. Thanks so much. Take care. You as well. Bye now. That's Kamloops City Councillor Kathy Sinclair on this week's edition of Coffee with a Councillor. Brought to you by the team at Five Bean Brew Bar and Cafe, locally owned and operated in Sahali and on the North Shore. Here for all your coffee needs in 2021. Kathy Sinclair, thanks so much for the time.